2: Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf.
3: And I'm C.G. Erickson.
2: And today we have amazing comedian, Liz Mealy is with us.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Liz. Hey.
2: So you've been on the podcast before. C.G. was not my co-host at the time. We have talked about funny things, darker things. We get into it all. I kind of want to start Cause I don't see how we can't talk about this right now. Cause you just told me and made yeah. me cry yeah. that Liz's cat pasta passed away. And like you have to understand, CG, pasta is like a celebrity too. Like- pasta
3: is the best name I ever heard for a cat. I first want to start off with that. Thank um you. Cat Thank you names for
5: are- respecting.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cat names are universally bad. And that pasta is fantastic. Thank so, you. I so I just want to start by saying that.
5: Yeah, she started out with a good name and then she grew into the name. She grew into the soul of pasta. (laughs) She was like a, she was like a comfort meal of a cat. Like,
3: Mm.
5: she felt like family.
3: That's a great (laughs) description.
5: She was my baby. Yeah, it's been really hard. And like, of course, Shane loved her and met her and like. She's been in like a web series. I start I even just started posting cat pictures on Saturday for Catterday because I was like like I joined Instagram and of course I was like, I'll just post pictures of my cats. And then I was like watching my friends be like backing away slowly digitally. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll just only post on Saturday for Catterday. And it started me taking pictures of bodega cats and like stray cats and stuff. And then I wrote a book called why cats are assholes, which because she was an asshole for like the first three years of her life. So it's just like, she inspired. And then of course I have jokes about her. Carmen Lynch used to be my roommate has jokes about her. Like she was just such like, this was actually really sweet um when me and Carmen were living together um, somebody approached her about making greeting cards and one of her jokes about pasta got turned into a greeting card so when she died she mailed me it's the best like my roommate said cat my roommate said her cat barfed on my bed because she feels comfortable around me let's always keep a little tension between us I don't ever want to be barfed close (laughs) and that's about my cat she's a greeting card like she was like she was a muse, as well as just a good cuddle buddy. And I'm, um, I am sad. So, like, so
3: I can get that card at Hallmark. Like, I can get that card wherever cards are sold.
5: I don't know where it's sold. It is a, it's a Frank and Funny is like the brand or whatever. So I have seen them in stores before, but I don't know what stores. <laughs> but, but my cat, my cat's on a greeting card. And then Carmen had jokes about her on, like, Letterman and and The Tonight Show. So I'm just like, my cat's famous. So I'd like to think that she's, like, high-fiving Grumpy Cat in cat heaven somewhere. <laughs> and being like, you might have had the numbers,
2: but I, I created real comedy. <laughs> well, I think pasta is, like, totally on the other side, which is also kind of here. So I was telling Liz that I hope pasta starts to, like... Haunt her a little bit, but in like very cat friendly, not that scary ways. Like, I just want you to be like home and like something like fly off the desk and like just know that pasta is there because you know I believe in that. I'm not just saying that. Yeah, yeah. six year old. Maybe I am still like a six year old and I'll I'll be okay with that. But like I really do think that life goes on and I believe in reincarnation. So I was you're talking to me and I was already like summoning to the heavens. I'm like reincarnate to Liz. Like, <laughs> But But it's like
5: the the spirit of a cat is just an annoying ghost. Like, it's, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, it would be, if she started haunting me, it'd be no difference. I would like, I truly would be like, dude, I'm doing a podcast. Stop, pasta. Like, the amount of, like, that's, like, all that's happened is like things are quieter in a way that's uncomfortable because, like, she would enter a podcast. She was always fucking like waking me up. Or, like, I now, this is, be kind of sad. Like, I used to make my bed because she loved sleeping under the covers. So there was always, like, a bump. But I'm not a make-your-bed kind of person. I literally made it because th- the sheets needed to be flat so that she could get under them and then she would sleep under the covers. So not only do I make my bed, but I almost have to, like, make it really flat. Because otherwise, whenever I would see a bump, I would think it was her. Like I would, like I would get into bed a certain way because I didn't want to squish her, and I was doing that. Like I was all like depressed and sad and not making my bed, and I was like, "Oh, I have to make my bed," because one, it, I feel like she's going to be there, and two, like she's the one that made me like an organized bed maker. I'm sad.
2: Pasta, uh, yeah. but I'll tell you, CG is not really a cat person because he had a cat growing up. That- Kate,
3: we can't tell her about Peaches after that. After this beautiful story of. <laughs> Of her cat.
2: I just have to, because this is why Liz and I are cat people. And you know that, like I go, I walk through this park where there's a feral cat pack and I'm obsessed. Like they come They're out to the me. Scariest.
3: I she takes pictures, <laughs> posts them on social media. They're yes. the scariest cats ever.
5: Not, I like a good grizzled cat that looks like <laughs> they killed a man. So those are the best. They have stories in their face. Cause like you have to understand stray cats look worse than somebody that like, honestly, like, I don't know, murdered somebody. in there. like, I, in Rome, Rome has this cat sanctuary and all they do is like kind of treat their wounds, put out food and there's like a vet, but like there's not like a big budget, but like I was taking pictures, I swear to God, it's like a scar across their face. They're missing an ear. They have like one fucking nail and they use it to like slit other cats' throats. Like Mm. I love a good cat that looks scary. Like, it just tells, like, their face tells a story. I love that shit.
3: The wild ones definitely rumble, like, with with numerous types of animals. So, like, they're all battle-scarred and, like, they're tough. Yeah, and
5: they're, like, a quarter of the size of most animals. And they, like, the amount of times my cat attacked me, and I was, like, the balls (laughs) on you. The balls. Like, first of all, she was declawed. She was declawed when she was really young. So, and I know that's not PC anymore. But, like... She doesn't have claws. I'm at least what 10 times her size, if mm. that, you know, if not if if not more. And she would go after me and I'm like, you have to be like respect. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't. If I saw somebody that much bigger than me, I'd be like, bye. Oh, crap.
3: I like how they'll just bat at your face. Like they bat at someone's face like they're just going to prop it. And and I just I like the motion. You know, it's a good little smack that they give you. Even if you're a human, even if you're a human and you're gigantic, they'll still do it to you.
5: There's like a girlfriend vibe of like, what did you say to me? Are <laughs> you serious? No, you don't disrespect me like that. Not
2: in front of my friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> See, I get to about peaches.
3: Well, I'll... I mean, peaches. I mean, basically, you know, my sister got a cat when we were little. I don't know. Maybe I was like 10. And peaches would come into my room in the middle of the night. And I was on a bunk bed on the top bunk. I, nobody slept on the bottom bunk, but I wanted to sleep on the top bunk. And peaches would climb up onto my bed and fart in like two o'clock in the morning. And like, i never had like a cat fart before. I even didn't really know they did, but it was horrible. It was horrible. And I try to get peaches off. And when I would try to grab peaches peaches claws would claw it down into my arm or claw down in and then I try to flail peaches off of the bed and I couldn't do it because she was attached to me she was attached to me with her claws and so you know eventually peaches was just gone one day and I guess my mom decided peaches you know messing me up in the in the middle of the night wasn't cool and so that was that's my our other cat was great. She just stayed down the bait. You didn't even, you couldn't even find that cat.
5: Can I, can I tell you what your mistake is in the storytelling? <laughs> can I, can I be honest with you? Yeah. <laughs> your perspective is fine. You're 10, but I'm going to give you an adult perspective. Peaches, who's having some, um, let's say IBS like symptoms <laughs> is feeling distra- internally distressed goes to relieve herself in a safe space with somebody that she believes cares about him or her. And when she goes to uh, feel taken care of, to be less alone with her distress, she gets thrown off a rooftop, essentially, (laughs) in the dark. Like, yes, they can see, but not that well. Like, even if you have a flashlight, it's scary to fall in the dark. And then does what she has to do to not die, well,
3: wait, I wasn't, like, throwing her off of a bunk bed off of a two-story building.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's still high, though. Also, you have to understand, True. the True. higher they are, the safer they are when they fall. So a bunk bed actually isn't high enough for them to fall with safety. Like, you could actually do more damage off a bunk bed than you could if she uh, jumped off, like, a two-story building. Because they actually need time to, like, twist and, and do their little trampoline body thing. So, in general, you're kind of the asshole here. I don't, I, I hate to break it to you, but you know, if they're coming over to be, in- I wasn't
3: a great kid.
5: No, I'm not yeah. going to
3: lie to you. It's no. about when I was 10 and yeah. I'm a better man now, oh, good. not that better, only like <laughs> a little bit better. But yes, I agree with you. I was not a good person when I was 10. <laughs> but.
5: Going forward, if you had a farty cat, there's some diet things that we can change. We can change some diet stuff so they're Mm. less gassy. Then, also, there's some ways to uh, move cats in a pleasanter way so that they don't (laughs) dig. I'm just saying, I don't think you're not a cat person. I think you were too young to appreciate that this cat wanted to be near you when they had some bubblies and farts in their stomach.
3: (laughs) See, I think... I think that it didn't actually dig in. Like, I think that my urge to throw it off the bunk bed didn't happen until the nails were already dug in. Oh,
5: like, of course. I think,
3: I think I was trying just to get get it. Yeah. Get to get him.
5: Yeah, of course. Then, to move him.
3: And then the nails would go. And then the urge to heave it off of a bunk bed came later. Yeah. But it was only, it was a child's urges. It's yeah, not now the man. <laughs> now I'm a man. <laughs> I know there are better weeks.
5: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm proud of you for knowing your growth. <laughs>
3: thank, thank. It feels good. I'm not gonna lie to you guys.
5: You're healed. You've been spiritually cat healed.
3: It feels pretty good.
5: I just hand you a cat through the screen. I'm just like here's a kitten. You can start over. Give it a good <laughs> I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> no, 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 you're not 10 anymore. You're a man. You're not 10 anymore. You're a I'll show and you, you can, a clip.
3: You can I'll see in you- my eyes, I'm about to heave it. And you're yeah, like, no, yeah. no,
5: no, no, no. Let me show you how <laughs> to it clip its nails. And then we're going to pet. We're going to pet on the side of its face, maybe a little neck pet. We're going to coo. We're going to coo with the cat. We're going to calm. We're going to self soothe.
3: <laughs> Damn, you're good. <laughs> I feel like you should do whatever that is for a living, whatever you just yeah. did.
5: I just really, I just so. want a cat to come just, just here and then just end up in your lap. And I'll be like, and Thank you for
2: having me.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I'd be highly uncomfortable, but I think you could coach me through it.
2: Yeah, no, my pleasure. Cats are the best. Okay, next topic. Yeah. Last week here in Pennsylvania and in Manhattan and in New Jersey, we got hit by Hurricane Ida. And what I didn't realize until like two, three days ago is that our hometown in Pennsylvania got like pretty wrecked. By a tornado, which we never really had tornadoes around this area growing up. And then suddenly, in like the last two, three years, they're like popping up. And then in Manhattan, as you know, in Brooklyn and Queens, New Jersey, there was crazy flooding. And uh, I don't really know what to say. It's just that I, I think the interesting thing was for Manhattan, they were getting alerts where it was like, Flooding, head to a high surface. And then it was like, tornado warning, head to the basement. And like, <laughs> people were like, what the hell do we do? What's going on? And I also have a feeling there will be more storms and tornadoes. And I think we're kind of adjusting to a new way of being with weather, in a sense.
5: Well, also, like, I as a performer have turned off those alarms. I get the alarm on my phone, but I don't get that because like you'll be on stage, but nobody else really does that. So what happened? both the hurricane from a couple of weeks ago and Ida, so the one a couple of weeks ago was like a lot of flooding but not clearly as bad. And I was on stage and everybody's getting alarms and they're taking out their phones. I was like, hey. You made a decision. You will die in this basement with me. You knew it was coming. Don't take out your phone like you don't know what they're warning you. Like, if your car's not there when you get back, that's on you. But you're not going to interrupt my So put your phone down. So then, Ida happens. I'm in Brooklyn, not too far from where I live. So I had walked there. It was just raining regular when I walked there. Again, the alarm goes off. Again, I go, we're dying together. Close the doors. Like, just being really dramatic or whatever. Then I go to walk home. And I walk in water up to my knees like like my boots were completely soaked. And I remember I was like tiptoeing around. I was like, these boots are kind of waterproof. It'll be fine. And I'm like, oh, my whole body's not waterproof. Like I was just (laughs) completely soaked. So then my my cat died the next day. So that's the craziest part. So so I had to um, get up and drive my cat um, to put her to sleep because she was like pretty much on the brink of death. And so I was worried about whatever, but it looked like nothing ever happened. It's crazy to be walking in like a pool and then get in my car and be driving to Jersey. So there was a little bit of blockage when I got close to the animal hospital, but for the most part, it was fine. And then my friend in London was like, are you okay? I heard New York got hit really hard.
4: And I was like, yeah, I think
5: it's fine. But I hadn't gone on the subway and I, I clearly wasn't paying attention to the news or anything because my cat was dying. And then over the next couple of days, it's showing, like, waterfalls in the subway, and people are showing, like, literally, like, their entire house being in a lake. And uh, uh, Adrian Appalucci's in the Bronx, and, like, her neighborhood was fine, but five minutes from her neighborhood, there's, like, literally cars just floating down the street. And so I had to come back to my friend, like, two days later. I was like, you were right. We were hit pretty hard. I just, <laughs> I was distracted by sadness. <laughs> but I have to say, I'm one of those people that doesn't pay attention to my alarms because I don't know that it's like, what am I going to do? Like, there's nowhere for me to go, like go to higher ground. Like, what am I going to knock on a neighbor and be like, can I be here?
3: I turned off off the emergency alerts too. And a lot of people scolded me for that as if I wasn't wearing a mask during Corona or I didn't get the vaccine. They were extremely upset when I said that I turned off my emergency alerts um, But it's like, it's obnoxious, that sound, man. And I don't know what I'm going to do. I have a place to live and I don't really have any other places to really go. And so I'd rather stay here and maybe protect my stuff. Yeah. It happens. So like, yeah, I turned it off too, man.
5: I just, this is my, my theory is that because of Twitter, you watch your, you're shaking your head and I'll fight you.
2: You know me, I'm like a neurotic Jew. Like you, you're
5: a hurricane hasn't even happened and you've already abandoned your stuff and left. You're like, <laughs> another one is coming. You're just like holding Shane and like a tarot, some tarot cards, and you're like, I I can't, I can't be here. I'm just gonna go somewhere where things are stable. Um, <laughs> but like my theory is this like the first time they warn you, everybody ignores it. So then it's going to be like the second time or, you know, I'm always on Twitter and like all these other things or like comedy, like shows will get canceled. Like there's enough, there's enough other barriers to let me know that it's gotten serious. My parents are crazy. They would have called like the amount of times my parents were like, ah, just drive home. And then I literally drove through a hurricane and I was like, but like, (laughs) I just feel like there's enough barriers that when it does get really bad. I'll have people call me up being like, are you staying in the city or are you okay? Or like, what have you that like, I'll be fine. I'm I'm sure I'm going to die soon after saying that, but.
3: No, that's the thing. I don't watch the news or keep up on any of that either, but everyone else does and they'll yeah. bother me with whatever it is. Yeah, that's how can... I get the news from people who watch the news.
5: If you have a girlfriend, boyfriend, and like one friend that you at least talk to every couple of days, you're fine. Honestly, you're fine. <laughs> You just need two people right. in your life that are like, hey, is he? do you think CJ's alive? We should check. We should check. Right, guys? We should probably check.
3: And I do have like one or two of those people. That's so I feel secure. Yeah. So I don't I don't watch any news. I turn off emergency alerts, especially like you're not going to wake me up in the middle of the night with that sound. Yeah. That sound is ridiculous. It hurts Yeah. Hurts me on the inside.
4: You're not
5: going to do anything. Like, what are you going to get up at 3 a.m. and what? Drive where? Where are we going?
3: I'm no hero. Not even for myself.
2: If there's a tornado and you have a basement, you can go to the basement. Because there was a woman who died in the hometown because her husband was like, come down to the basement, come down to the basement. She said, we're fine. We're fine. He went to the basement, I guess. She stayed. She was on the loom weaving something and I guess a tree mm. yeah they called it traumatic asphyxiation is how she died so I guess that means the tree got on her but so going into a basement is something you can do just I have to say that just because people are listening to and you guys could be a yeah. bad influence of like turn off your alerts you don't need me. Yeah.
5: Oh, no, we're morons. I uh, You should not do what we're doing. And we're also a burden on our friends and family, because I'm like, my dad major, will call me.
3: Major oh. burden.
5: Oh, yeah. No, that's all I am. We're the ones where, like, you know how everybody has, like, kids and a family now? Like, we're the one where, like, I'm someone else's family. Like, I'm someone. It's like, check the kids and Liz. And I know that as somebody that's, like, unmarried, doesn't have kids, that I'm going to be, like, 90, and somebody's going to be like, fucking Liz. You know, I li- think... I'm gonna have to make money, so somebody's like says, "Fucking Liz," and they're like, "Well, she did pay for the house." Like, you know, like I have to, I have to be a rich burden. I think that's the way to handle that.
3: Yeah, because I'm basically a dead weight, and (laughs) And it's like you know, it's just how I live.
5: Can you like? Are you tall? Can you fix light bulbs or something? Do you have any?
3: I'm tall. Like that's it. That is. A plus with some stuff, you I look can't kind of muscular. People. I
5: feel like you'd at least be intimidating, like you're like, if somebody came to the house, yeah, as long as you like are somewhat so protective.
3: Looking, so, I don't really intimidate anyone.
5: I think if you don't talk, you could really intimidate people. <laughs> I feel that way,
3: <laughs> and I can't keep my mouth shut either. So. Okay,
5: don't smile. Know. Wait, do me a <laughs> favor, just don't smile.
2: <laughs>
5: yeah, no, dude, you got some real bouncer vibes
2: yes
5: <laughs> no okay now you look constipated but no i was really scared
3: that was my mean face it's the only mean face i can do
5: no it's good i bet you if you were like just like reading a book like just focusing or whatever people would be like yo that dude either can't read or he's really mad <laughs> <laughs>
3: that dude is fucking focused right now <laughs> uh-
5: <laughs> It's like sounding it out in his head <laughs> no i think you have you have some value i as a tiny person have zero value i have no money I literally, I, what I make people laugh for a living, not helpful. I I am a complete burden.
3: And I eat a lot of food. (laughs) So like, that's a problem too. Like, that's what happens if you have a big person with you. Like it's a plus, but it's also a problem.
5: Yeah. There's never any leftovers. You're the worst. I love leftovers.
3: Yeah, there's not.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Next topic. I, for some reason have so many like, topics like there's just so much going on that I had to like and I trust Liz's opinion on things <laughs> exactly what I'd say you know what I'm saying like yeah, I love yeah. like you, you know so okay I'm like
4: get a
5: cat get rid of the useless guy you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like at the end of this podcast I'm like the worst like was it like dear Judy or dear At whatever those things where they give it I'm just like fuck guys get a cat like and then you just have a <laughs> yeah. shitty life like I
2: have <laughs>
3: <laughs> no no i do feel like if you have a cat you might like a useless boyfriend too because i feel like cats are kind of useless I, i'm yeah. ju- i don't want to no. be mean no but oh, oh,
5: no no I you're just kind things. of a
3: useless <laughs> companion and that's no. what i am
5: yeah no i agree no if if i have a boyfriend i have a cat because i like useless things i completely agree
3: <laughs> yeah no you're smart they're just like you know if they're not doing that much they're around yeah it's just somebody to have around like they're not doing that much like they're around
2: they're just eating being stupid right now i just want to (laughs) let you know because i have the best son and he is far from useless maybe that's not the kind that we're talking about
5: Oh no shane's great it's, it's mostly us for the job.
3: He's, he's useful. I'm gonna really count on Shane a lot in my life once he yeah, gets yeah, older no. and starts doing useful things. I text him
5: every couple of days and just ask him questions. I'm like, hey, in school, did you learn anything about this? Cause I'm just lost. The internet's not helpful. And you just feel like you have your shit together.
2: Yeah. Liz and Shane have a good bond. Liz created this animated web series years ago. That was brilliant. Showed it to Shane. And he loved it. And that's mm. part of why we came. He he loved pasta. I was showing him things of pasta. And he really wanted to meet Liz and pasta. So we went into Brooklyn. Liz gave him a damaged t-shirt. That was the name of the yeah. web series. He was just like, he loved that. I think he wore that shirt for like six years. I think we had to get rid of it when like there was actual just stains all yeah. in you know, when oh. as a mom, you don't want your kid to look homeless because then yeah, it's-
5: I love a good lived-in shirt where you're just like, oh, you had some right. memories in this.
2: Yeah, he's gonna be sad when I tell him about pasta, which I'm kind of like, do I tell him? Um, don't
5: tell him. Just she's gonna live until she's thirty because that's what I wanted her to do. I was that's just like, what I thought she was gonna
2: do, but okay. Yeah. So, next topic there. So Texas has got some stuff going on. Okay, Texas got some stuff. And one of the things, before I get into the abortion ban, uh, <laughs> since we're really trying to talk about upbeat things, um, <laughs> that's my upbeat nerd dance. Um, so there was an armed robber that got shot in the face, still alive somehow, but they, I guess they <clears throat> were robbing a person's home or store and they got shot in the face and like, hold on, what did I, there was something else. Oh yeah, because the victim had a gun, obviously, but I think they just passed something where you don't need a permit to have a gun. So I, we don't need to get into like gun laws or anything like that, but how do you guys feel about defending yourself in that way? Like, what would you do if someone broke into your apartment or your place? Like, do you think at that point it's fair game? Like, or should you try to fuck up the robber, but not to the point of death? I just don't know if you even have a choice when you're in that fearful, like if someone's breaking into your home like you might just act out of instinct to protect yourself, but I just wanted your guys' thoughts on that. Can
5: we just start with the fact that this, this is like 50 cent story. I don't think he was robbing anybody, but he did get shot in the face and survived. So it's like, if this guy's going to try to become a rapper, like he needs to have a better story. Like that story has been done. So I just want him to know, like you got shot in the face and survived. Nobody cares.
3: So it was during a robbery. And so I'll, I'll buy his album. (laughs) Like it's that's, that's his, yeah.
5: yeah. So you, you think because he was in a life of crime, he can have some cool crime stories with being shot and he can be like I'm the new fifty cent fifty cent doesn't have anything on me.
3: I think that's possible. I'm okay. waiting for I'm waiting to see what he comes out with. That's okay. All,
5: all right, all right. I like an open mind. I respect that. Yeah. You're like, let's hear let's hear some of his verses before we just throw out his whole career.
3: Yeah, I, I want to hear some bars. Yeah,
5: okay. <laughs> All right. I, I also like Southern hip hop. So, you know, there's been some good tracks that came out of that. I'll <laughs> say this as somebody, as a tiny person that no longer How has a How tiny
3: are you? Because I can't tell over Skype. And um, the I'm,
5: al- I'm almost five one. Yeah. yeah. But I'm all muscle. You can't, there's like a tricep. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I got some. Tri- yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for respecting. You're um, so, <laughs> so this is my thing is that as somebody that is tiny is walks home late at night, I have tons of weapons. I have a, a joke about how I carry pepper spray. I have a safety cat. I have a knife. Um, if you're, if you're wondering my mom bought this for me for, um, Valentine's day, it's shiny. It's mostly sticky. Cause I just open boxes with it.
3: Dude, but it looks like Rambo's knife.
5: She's holding up for it's the got, list. It's like
3: serrated and it's got like holes in it and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah it looks like a mini Rambo knife.
5: Yes. John is
3: dope.
5: Speedster model. A part of me is just like, oh, just so you know, I have hurt myself with this. I was, um, uh. I bought these like used frames at a thrift store, and like you have to like, t- cause you know, there's like pictures in it you don't want, and I just want the frame, so you tear the back, and then you have to lift up like the nails or whatever. And I was doing it really quickly, and I just stabbed my hand, and it was one of those deep stabs where it took a while for it to bleed. Where I was like, oh, that went in pretty, and then I'm just waiting for it to bleed, and I'm like. <laughs> Oh yeah, that that hurts. That was bad. And this is like <gasps> this knife is so gross like it just opens boxes honestly. And then and now I have like this gnarly scar. And it was it's very clean. It's just like a just on my just on my knuckle. It's just like a you can't see very well. It's just like a stab oh, wound. It. But it's like that was like I was like I knew this was going to hurt me. But I keep this around. I keep um um I do I did find my taser when I moved. I think I have to charge it. My aunt gave that to me cuz I had a joke about tasers. But I I like weapons and they make me feel safer. I haven't clearly had to use them except for stabbing myself. But my belief is if you come into my home and I don't know what your intentions are, I don't know if you're taking my TV or you're trying to take my vagina. I don't know. Or my life. I don't know. I don't know what your intentions are. I'm going to fight like hell and I'm going to do what I have to do to feel safe. So it's like I get I'm not a gun owner and I'm, I'm clearly pro people, you know, doing what, you know taking lessons and having a permit and, you know, gun regulation or, you know, whatever, whatever. But if you're in a state where you're allowed to own a gun and you come into my home trying to do some, yeah, if you die or that's, that's on you, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, you're also in Texas. So you should know that everybody else has a gun. Like that's insane to me.
3: Yeah. They don't play. If you, if you don't need to have a permit to get a gun, if that's real, I'm not saying that is real Kate. That's Kate information. And I'm not, it may be real. Maybe. I don't know exactly. I didn't read the exact article, but if that is the truth, that's fucking crazy.
2: Yeah. They just passed it. And they also just passed, um, an abortion ban after six weeks, which is insane because a lot of women don't even know that they're pregnant at six weeks. Um, well, because if you
5: have, if you have an irregular period, like I, I've worked really hard to get like my cycle. So, uh, uh, uh for the most part, if you're somewhat healthy, you sh- your period should be within two days of when you're supposed to get it. So it's, it, and everybody's cycle is different. It could be 21 days, it could be 24 days, it could be 28, but regardless, let's say you're a 28 day cycle person, you should get it within 26 to 30 days. And that's, and that's how you do. But there are people, and that's why women go on birth control, that's why people have pr- trouble getting pregnant, where they could be a week late. They could be two weeks late. Sometimes they don't get a period. Like, it's all over the place. And that, you would you would basically not know you were pregnant. Like, and it, to me, what was it? Um, Abbott went on, and he goes, well, they should know. You have six weeks to find out. And you're like, you're a fucking moron. Like, you don't even know basic biology. Like, that's the kind of stuff where I'm like, if you don't even fucking know what you're talking about, you shouldn't fucking make rules. You're allowed to curse on this because I'm fucking angry. So you know know, know what I mean.
3: We're we're beeping it out.
5: (laughs) No, No, we don't. "Yeah, Yeah. But like, this is like, that's the kind of stuff where like, it's, um, I posted like a meme on my Instagram where it was a bunch of dogs at a table and it was like, they're making cat regulations. Like they're regulating cats' bodies. Cause it's just like, it is, it's a bunch of dudes that don't know what the fuck they're talking about telling women what they should do with their bodies, not understanding anything. And there was this woman that was putting all these stories where it was just like woman who has conjoined twins went to four doctors to find out if her babies will survive 11 weeks. Um woman that um is having um, was it when you have a baby and endometriosis, but like the baby's inside the fallopian tubes instead. And you know, and it's like, so if I had something wrong with myself or my baby, you don't find out as soon as you find out you're pregnant. It takes a while and whatever, you know what I mean? and there's there's so many reasons somebody would terminate a pe- pregnancy beyond just what they want to do. you know what I mean? And that's valid in its own sense that this like, It's just such garbage. And then they don't support women at all. There's no, there's, you know, we have no health care. There's just like, let's say you have a baby in a hospital. What is it like $30,000? If you're not, if you have no health insurance. So right there, that could put somebody in a lifetime worth of debt. It's just everything. And then they don't support the baby and nobody cares. And you know, if you're pregnant, people can't get jobs half the time. It's like, it goes on and on and on. And it's just like, you don't actually care. Like you don't care. You don't
2: care. Because they don't care about people walking the earth now yeah that's how we know it's like have the kid but then we're not going to actually give a shit about our society and like no i i can't with it
5: somebody somebody even also had a tweet that was just like um um so you're fine with regulating women women's bodies and making sure women have children but you're not fine with but you're totally okay with them being shot at school like this whole you know what i mean like you're gonna you're gonna you're going to talk about how every life is sacred, but then we just want regular common sense gun laws so that, I mean, everybody in the world makes fun of us and, 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 and is scared in a lot of ways. Like the same way, like I remember traveling Europe and there was a lot of like terrorist attacks in like Paris and London and different places. And my mom was like, be careful. I was like, mom, I live in New York city. Like you don't care about me every other day. Why would you care if I'm in, you know what I mean? In Europe. But that's, my European friends are like, be careful. Like they'll tell you to be careful in America because they just assume we're all going around killing people, and it—they're not wrong. Like <laughs> they're not. Like I don't know. Well,
3: the well good I news... never thought about that—that that you might be scared if you live in, in another country because you hear about how people are always getting shot in America.
5: Yeah, and no, it's I never
3: thought about that.
5: Oh yeah, they're they're like. Every, people are scared to come here. They have every right to be scared to come here. Like if we're trying to get people to come here, let's say, you know, pre-COVID, um, for tourist reasons to make money, blah, blah, blah. Why would, like, this is a high risk place to go. The same way that you might go to Turkey. Like Turkey's a high place to go. It's 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 beautiful, but they have bus bombings. They have, you know what I mean? They're, there's, they're, they're close to places that are kind of unregulated. So it's like, you, you take a risk if you go to Turkey. You take a risk if you go to America now. It's not safe. It's not safe for us, and it's not safe for people visiting. You could be in a museum, and somebody shoots it up for no reason. That's insane.
2: Well, not once you add a gun to your weapon's repertoire, if that's the right way. Oh, yeah.
5: I need to get, like, just the same way, like, my headphones would be on my keychain. Like, I just need, like, a little baby gun, and I'd be like, sir, sir?
3: I think they have those. I think they have have little baby guns. I've seen them in, like, certain movies, like, where people... (laughs) (laughs) I like how you're
5: like quoting like men in black. You're like, they do have like the tiny one. So I mean, for aliens and tiny people, I think that's a great, that's like a great
4: resource. Like I feel
3: like they weren't sci-fi movies. Like they were yeah. movies where people did their research and there were real fugitives and lawmen. And then there were tiny guns. It wasn't about like, you know, people were hunting aliens and the aliens had a tiny gun or the men in black had a tiny gun. Yeah,
5: no, but the, the men
3: in black tiny gun was the best gun they had.
5: I Which agree. Is not yeah. A run. yeah. No. Well, as a tiny person, that packs fit. a punch. I really
3: exactly. You um, wouldn't think that, but so so you know, the tiny one was great. But I do think they have tiny guns. I feel like I used to always see in like '70s movies, like a woman have
2: and TikTok, someone like one showed, in her purse. Someone, sho- I mean, who knows if it was real or not, honestly. But they like showed it, and I believe that they exist. Like, oh, why sure. So
3: it's like if you just want to put a few little holes in someone, but you don't want to like blow a hole through their chest cavity.
5: Yeah, no, I just want to send a message. This is my parking spot.
3: <laughs> yeah. And they just a few little holes in them works. Cause Yeah. They're like, Yo, yeah. I'm leaking all over this parking lot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, the good news is that the Justice Department is now suing Texas to block the six week abortion. I saw that. So I will add that that made me happy that they were like, this shit's ridiculous. Because like I said, so many women do not even know that they're pregnant at six weeks that you can't do that. Um, So So the
3: federal government, who's suing them, Kate?
2: I believe it's the Federal Justice Department. Texas has a Justice Department as well, but yeah. I believe it's the federal one,
5: yeah. So the United States is suing Texas for basically putting in a law that's unconstitutional because it limits women's rights in that state for access to health care, including an abortion. yeah, it's 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 unprecedented. and it's they they basically it's um they, Talk about it, they literally talk about being a scam. So they made it, they got the workaround is because they had everyday people telling on people as opposed to the government um, instilling it. It's just, it's backwards and and insane. And it's just one of those things that you're like, there's no way that somebody could, this could happen. And then it happened. And you're just like, what?
1: I don't. At Parker, our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently.
2: The other stories I have, we're just gonna go along with that. Okay, I'm gonna pick this one. Liz, did you ever see the video, this is from years ago, of this hitchhiker, his name's Kai, and he was like hitchhiking with a truck driver and the truck driver started talking about like how he murders people. And like in that moment, the truck driver guy like pinned a woman while Kai the hitchhiker was witnessing it. He pinned a woman with his car And, like, Kai ended up taking, like, an axe and killing that guy. It's one of the most famous interviews, like, where the news is interviewing Kai because he's got, like, a surfer hippie affect. And he's like, and then I took the axe and was like, ah, ah. Like, the way he, like, describes it is very unique for the news because normally news is pretty dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it was famous. And I I was on TikTok and – a. And a video of him came up where he's now in jail. And I'm like, what happened to, to Kai? What's going on? And what happened was he continued hitchhiking, which I will say, hitchhiking is probably, like, the number one most dangerous thing, like, yeah. to Don't do. Yeah. So, so he hitchhiked. He met this guy who was, like, a prominent lawyer in Clark, so, Jersey.
5: So right? he didn't – there was no ramifications for – which is good because sometimes they're just like good murder is murder.
4: <laughs>
5: okay. No, so he, was a hero for he that. wasn't spooked at all from this experience. He was like, yeah, this is just what happens when you hitchhike. You just got to be open to these murder experiences.
3: What do you mean the, the truck driver pinned a woman with his car like on purpose? He said, hey, watch what I'm going to do. And there was a woman walking out there and he...
2: He I up was and, hoping you guys would both know more about this video, yeah. so all the <laughs> details wouldn't rest on me. Even though that is my responsibility, and
3: technically, technically <laughs> by technical
4: reasons, yes. <laughs>
2: but, but um, he was driving with the guy. The guy, I guess, started confessing some of his crazy stuff, you know. And Kai was like, "Holy shit!" And then, yeah, the, there was a woman, and he like right in front of the Kai started killing her with his truck. And then like, whatever, What Kai okay. up, asked him, I might be messing up some things, but he was a hero from that. But then he keeps hitchhiking. He gets picked up by a prominent lawyer in a place in New Jersey that, that I lived for a while. I guess they like went back to the guy's house, maybe hung out for even a day or whatever. But eventually that guy ended up drugging Kai. Kai wakes up to the guy sexually assaulting him and beats him to death. And now Kai's in prison for life. And I just found this out. And I guess it's like similar-ish in a sense to the armed robber question, but I was pretty bummed to hear that Kai was in prison for life. But I guess if if you kill like a prominent lawyer and there's not a lot of evidence, I'm kind of taking a little bit what you said, CG, but like, I guess it's kind of hard. I don't know.
5: I also think you murder once. Uh, for like protection, they're like you're a hero. You murder again. They're like they're like
3: what are the chances you get murdered twice?
5: I've never seen Dexter, but it's just like I could see how maybe Dexter's like, no, I'm a serial killer that kills other serial killers. I'm a hero, and I could see somebody being like, sure you are, buddy. Like you know what I mean? Like there's like ah. so I mean I think it's suspicious a little bit. I mean, I feel bad. It sounds it awful. Is, yeah.
3: I mean, to, to get yourself in that many situations where this, like, like two of them are like national news situations from your like hitchhiking stories. Like if you get into situations like that often, I feel like you're probably not the safest person to be around or like lead the safest life. Yeah. I mean, I, I have questions. I'm not going to really convict them if I'm the judge. Of whatever, you know, when somebody's raping him. But it's also like you beat the guy to death. Like, you could have beat him up. When you beat a guy to death, I mean, you went you went pretty pretty ham on him. So
5: Also, like, why don't we just start with saying he can't hitchhike anymore? Maybe, like, go fund me to get him a car. Because he clearly has poor choices and uh, friendships. Like... You know what I mean? I mean, like, he might
3: have had a car, but he sold that car because I feel like he doesn't have weapons. that many. <laughs> he
5: sold
2: it for murder weapons. <laughs> That's just fact.
3: I feel <laughs> like he doesn't have many possessions. Like, if you just if you're living life like that, like you have a knapsack on a stick filled and with like weapons going through.
5: <laughs> Let's be honest. What's in this bag? Honestly, I feel if like I it's pick hard to which I would never do. I'd be like, let me see what's in your bag. And if it's not just granola bars, no, you can't get into my car.
3: Nature Valley brought bars.
5: Oh, that's going to make a mess in my car. Absolutely yeah. no Nature Valley.
3: He's you like, they're, they're, cliff kind bars. Bar, they're not as crumbly.
5: A kind bar, or a Luna bar, that's it. Maybe a Cliff Bar, but cliff no fucking bar is Nature pretty Valley. Sticky.
3: It's not going to, there's not a lot of crumbs from a Cliff Bar. Like Nature Valley, that shit's exploding all over your car.
5: Oh, yeah, no. There's Nobody's allowed to have a Nature Valley in my car. <laughs> <laughs> That's murder. I would murder for that. I'd be like, are you fucking serious? If you don't also have a tiny vacuum cleaner, get the fuck out of my car. Yeah. yeah. This, is, I think we solved a mystery here. He clearly he clearly <laughs> ate something crumbly in this guy's car. And he goes, you know, I'm either going to sexually harass you. He was or, like, uh, bro, so, is you know?
3: that a fucking nature valley bar?
5: <laughs> uh, I'm a high-powered lawyer. So here's here's the plea deal. You're either going to um, do my sexual deeds <laughs> um, or you're gonna vacuum my car, and this guy's like, "I'm a hippie. I'll take it up it the butt." I guess.
3: Like, I don't have a vacuum, dude. I have a knapsack.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: He's like, "No, there's not a vacuum in here."
2: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna still say free Kai. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I
5: definitely don't like. I'm assuming I, I, think people that pick people off the side of the road, unless you're in a small town or a little suspicious. So i I'm, I'm assuming I, mm. I believe him. And I definitely don't think he should be like life in prison. I definitely think he has anger issues. I mean, he's also been in some real bad situations, (laughs) but he also put himself in those situations. I mean, this is a conundrum, but I am, I don't think he should be in prison for life.
2: And he also now has a face tattoo.
5: Oh, well, you know, he doesn't make good decisions. We've established (laughs) that.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't think-
5: It's not on my face, mine's neck. The neck is fine, and you can cover it, and we know how to apply makeup if necessary. (laughs) Some situations, you have to have a a dainty neck, I get it. Mm.
2: When I go to the ballroom at the White House, I will definitely cover up.
5: Yeah, of course. What is your your neck tattoo?
2: Spiders, so that's also probably scary.
5: Oh, my God. Have you been to prison, and I've just been so... (laughs) nonchalant about prison time and I'm just like, so that's where you've been. Okay. Okay. She's the
3: only person who hasn't been to prison with those tattoos.
4: That is, (laughs) I I
5: agree with that. I like that. You had like a witch phase. I really appreciate that about you. You go through phases and you're like, yeah, I want to document (laughs) them. That's what I like about your spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Also, my mom would totally get those tattoos. My mom would love that. My mom's spooky like you are.
2: Right. I was going through a thing where I was really into the concept of non-duality and like accepting all of Earth's creatures. Cause I, at the moment was feeling misunderstood in some ways. And I was like, my whole tattoo was an ode to mother Earth. And I got a range of creatures for a reason, like the cuter, cuddlier ones. And the more, you know, ferocious ones. I was trying to make a statement on like, the nature of mother earth itself you have the paradox of like the gentle ones and then you have the predators and how we're all all of those things in a sense as humans so it's trying to kind of like connect it and to me spiders they have both negative and positive to them but now would i have gotten it in this age of my life no but at the same time you know if i'm like if i put my hair up in a ponytail I go, oh, yeah, like that's like my taser gun is my spider. Gun. I was
5: about to say, I was like, you're getting, you're winning a lot of fights. <laughs> like, I can see you going to like a PTA meeting and then somebody just immediately being like, you know what? You can have this, Kate. You
2: can have this. <laughs> I'm losing the fight and I just sweep my hair to the other side and I'm like, listen, Trish. Yeah. The sale's gonna be Friday. <laughs> yeah.
5: And we're charging $2, not $1.50. I don't, I'm not going to bake all day and make no money. Okay. All right. Yeah. And there's going to be sprinkles.
4: Jesus. No.
2: I like it. I'm a fan. <laughs> I love that you actually nailed it with the sprinkles. Cause you can't have a fucking bake sale without sprinkles.
5: Yeah. Like, come on. I literally, I always have sprinkles in my cabinet. Cause there's going to be a time where I'm just like, I'm sad and I need to like, It's just like, um,
3: so wait, what are the sprinkles going on at the bake sale?
5: Cupcakes. Obviously. (laughs) Are you like, who raised you? I'm so concerned.
3: I feel like an idiot. I was picturing like brownies and like chocolate chip bars and stuff. And I was like, where the fuck is the sprinkles coming in? And then you said cupcakes and I'm feeling like the biggest idiot on the planet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cupcakes. (laughs)
5: <laughs> have you ever had somebody like offer you a cupcake and you're just like, are you are you an angel?
3: Like, they are so good.
5: There's never a time that I've ever been like, no, I, I can't have a cupcake. Like <laughs> It's just like
3: it's, Yeah, that's true. It's literally no, a tiny cake. But, but I do kind of think like I don't know about sprinkles every time. There could be some really nice whipped um Oh know, yeah, topic. you should have a
5: variety. But if you're doing a bake sale and you're going to pretend like nobody wants sprinkles, you're a bad you're a bad salesperson.
3: A bad parent.
5: Yeah, truly. I don't I, even know why you're in a, charge of the bake sale. You should let Kate do it. That's why she has spidey. Like
3: a, just a a better parent do it.
5: <laughs> yeah. Also, like, do you get, like, I get very, like, when I, because I yell on stage, and then even, so my whole, and I have a long, like, neck, so it gets really veiny, there's something, like, you should shoot something where you're just yelling at somebody, because I, I don't know, you should, why aren't you in, like, Orange is the New Black? I don't think that's still on TV anymore, but, like, I don't know, you can have, like, you need to make a video of you just, like, yelling at somebody. I had an old video with Pasta from Apartment C3 where it looks like I'm yelling at my roommate, where I'm just like, you fucking always do, like we've talked about, like why the, f-? and then you just see pasta sitting on a table, like.
2: <laughs> oh, I remember that one actually.
5: But I, I do like the idea of you like crazy. yelling and it's just like a bunch of four-year-olds on a soccer team and you're like, go get out, get out.
4: <laughs> I have the taser out. I don't actually yeah. hit the kid with it, yeah, but
2: that's yeah. to motivate. Yeah,
5: yeah, exactly. <laughs> are you going to win or are you going to cry like babies? All right. We have sprinkled cupcakes afterwards if you do a good job. Go out there, kids.
2: Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, so last topic probably because we're getting to that time, is I had to talk about, because you're such a proponent of this as well, Liz, is just the important uh the importance of taking care of your mental health. I feel like we've always kind of talked about this every time you've come on because we're both comedians but we really also have had to be i think bravely honest about the complexities of human nature and that you can go through some really hard shit and like now it's definitely a lot more popular to talk about things like anxiety depression and all sorts of things that humans can go through but i just wanted to get a little bit more of your perspective on it and especially in the realm of I just want to say anger is okay it's not okay to like act out on it obviously but I think for me that's one of the biggest things I see as an issue is like people don't know how to hold anger or even like deal with it so they either try to like push it completely completely down which leads you to explode or I I guess that would, I don't know what the other thing, or you're just like always an angry person. You don't know you're an angry
3: person. No, or like you commit crimes on like a regular basis. You don't hold it down at all.
5: Mm. Or or your reaction is other people's problems. So it's okay to be angry. Let's say, you know, um, I'm trying to think of something very small that I get angry about. Like uh, somebody was blocking, like I was trying to catch a train to go to a show and they're taking up the entire, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, stairwell and I missed the train and it's like this is a high like high intensity this has like 17 trains at the state like who's meandering at a New York City sub like what the fuck and so in my mind old Liz would be like are you fucking kidding like just and now I just go fine figure it out walk away be angry in your head if you have to it's a legitimate thing to be angry about But like, I don't need, they don't need to know about it. They can't fix it. It's not really their problem. Yeah, I hope they die, but that, that can just stay internally. But like, for me, as somebody that is extremely angry, I have gotten better at being like, like, if you said something, I'd be like, honestly, that really upsets me. I mean, I, I, I can understand that maybe you don't know my history to know why that upsets me. But right now, I don't know if I can talk to you because I'm upset. And we could, if you care, we can maybe talk about it later, but I think I have to stop right now. So yeah. having roommates, I lived with my roommate Chris for 10 years, with my other roommate John for five. I, I've always kind of lived with people. Uh, comedy, you're on the road with people, you're driving with people. We hang out with people with strong opinions. The internet has somehow decided that all their opinions matter, even though half of them are morons that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So it's like I've learned how to not react, um, uh, or, or I can react, but they don't need to know about it. Um, knowing that everything could be screenshot has really calmed me, which is, do I really want this initial reaction to live forever? And will I be proud of how I responded if I see this in 10 days or in, uh, even 10 hours? So learning how to calm myself, learning how to um, know when is the right reaction, honoring my reaction. I am angry for a reason. Am I angry because this is a trigger and something that happened to me? Like I got really angry last night and I was venting to a friend where I, I can now say this person made me feel invisible and that is a sore spot to me. I hate feeling unimportant and invisible and I've worked so hard both to kind of heal that, but also to be a person that isn't invisible, to have authority in my community. And when somebody makes me feel small like that, I just have this rage of a thousand people and I had to go, this is a trigger. Did they, What they did, is it really that bad or is this just such a deep wound that I am disproportionately feeling attacked. And so that's where like a lot of the work is. And I remember my sister being really mad at me for something. And I was like, Hey, what I did was shitty. And I agree, but is something else going on because it's like, it's like, be angry at a level two. And you're treating me at like a level eight. And it makes me feel like you're angry at other things. And you're just climbing it all together. Like you've hit a max, but I didn't know I was doing the other things. And it took her a couple of days and she came back and she's like, yeah, I've been angry about X, Y, and Z. And I was like, okay, I apologize for those two, but I I can only take responsibility for what I know about and vice versa. Being able to be like with friends, like, you know what? I didn't tell you this upset me, but I'm now telling you, I don't like this.
3: Yeah. And when it's it's in a level two offense, you can only take credit for you doing a level two offense, not a level eight offense, Yeah, just because they're level eight offended doesn't mean you did a level eight offense.
5: Yeah, absolutely. And if it built up over time, I cannot fix something I don't know about. And that's just as much your responsibility as it is for me, because I can be doing something that I think is normal. Nobody else seems to be bothered by it. But because of your childhood, because of your life, because of how people hurt you, it is a level eight offense to you. But I don't know it's a level eight. So until you tell me it's a level eight, I'm going to go around treating it like it's a level one or two offense.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I think that's fair, and I do think it's on each person. You know, anger is normal. If you have, like you said, the rage of a thousand people swimming through your body, do what you need to do. Go for a run. Express something. I used to express my rage into raps. Uh, (laughs) I remember. You might have to get back into that. It might be a different form. But, like, you can still get it out, um, but definitely you have to learn how to ride those waves, which isn't always easy, but... That's the work. And I think people just need to like really pay attention, though, to their emotional and spiritual health. I always talk about the mind, body, spirit connection, which is 666. People think 666 is the devil. It stands for mind, body, spirit connection. And I think people just have to remember that like often when we're getting physical aches, it's linked to what's going on in our emotional worlds, our spiritual worlds, and just remembering. I mean, some people don't believe in that stuff at all. But if you do, just remembering those things are linked and you got to take care of all parts. And Liz, we kind of talked real quick via text, like boundaries, positive boundaries, I think really helps with anger. Because a lot of times when people are really angry, it's because maybe they're giving too much or they're just not speaking up for themselves. And I think- feel like they're
5: being taken advantage of. They feel yeah. like like they're not seen. They feel like, and I I think I spent my whole life feeling that way. And now knowing that I can put boundaries and people still love me and people still care about me and people get it. Like the amount of times I've been like, Hey, I can't do that because X, Y, and Z. And people are like, Oh, totally get it. And you're like, Oh, I didn't know that was that easy. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know.
4: Yeah. I
2: had no idea. Yeah. CG, are you good with boundaries? I feel like you're pretty good with boundaries. Actually. You have been with me. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I definitely, uh, I definitely give you a lot of boundaries. I think I'm great at that.
2: Yeah, you are.
3: Um,
5: no cats, th- and then he slams the door. <laughs>
3: I think you should get a six 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 tattoo on the other side of your neck. Yes. Just to spread the message. Yes. Just to spread the message of joy, mind, spirit, body connection, That's and all that.
5: Oh my <laughs> God, you're so close to becoming a witch. I love that about you. <laughs>
2: I prefer the term sorceress Liz. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was offensive. You're right.
5: You're right. Which is where hats. i have seen a you level a hat.
2: 2 offense. I felt yeah. that was level 11 yeah. as a sorceress, Yeah.
4: But...
2: Yeah. I was like, "Why is my neck getting tight?" <laughs> <laughs> I like, <I'm> just like the <laughs> number 666 appear on your neck. Yeah. <laughs> <out> of... <laughs>
5: yeah. I'm like, "Oh god."
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had the ability to give people tattoos just with my mind. Someone pisses oh me god. off. And all of a sudden, there's a penis tattoo on their. Foot. Yeah,
5: yeah. Take like, it back.
3: Fuck,
2: is this permanent? Yeah,
5: it is. <laughs> like, that's oh my your god. Yeah.
3: Did I just wake up with this? Is this marker? Is this fucking permanent? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that would be that would be bad.
5: Fix your personality, maybe the penis will go away. <laughs> that's the solution. It's like a Disney movie. It's like a it's like a raw Disney movie. Once you find yourself all of the bad uh, penis tattoos disappear
3: <laughs> but i feel like it takes like you have to be a much more skilled wizard to get rid of the tattoo just like in real life
5: yeah it's to a lot of it therapy
3: the it's pretty straightforward but to get it get it gone they say the laser will work, but like, no, you gotta be a much higher level sorceress to get it gone.
5: That would actually be pretty funny as you give these tattoos, but then you're like, when, when they do heal, they're like, okay, so you can go to wait and you're like, no, I just give you $5,000 and then you have to go to 16 appointments. Like, like you're like, it's ac- no tattoos are permanent. That is you're
3: like, seriously, fact. like I'm magic, but like, I'm not that fucking mad. Yeah,
5: no, no. It's uh tattoos are really easy to give, um, but they are quite expensive and technology. You know, they used to be permanent, and now you're lucky that magic and technology has come together, and it can go away.
3: And, like, halfway will make it, like, halfway go away.
5: Yeah, yeah, and
3: there's some really good uh, foundation. There will still be a blurry shape on you, but at least with the combination of both, you can have that.
5: And with MAC Concealer and a little bit of, uh, ingenuity, you can really, um, cover up anything. So good luck to you. Thank you for coming to Kate's sorcery, uh, workshop. <laughs> Come again.
4: <laughs> oh my gosh. Like you can
3: just get rid of it as much as laser laser tattoo removal can get rid of it. Yeah. So now it's just like a, you know it's there, but no one can really tell what it is. It's just your you know, forehead's. Can
2: only remove it once I give the spiritual permission. Then they can go get laser. Yeah. Otherwise, they go to laser. They're and just it.
5: wasting their money.
2: <laughs> yeah. And
5: they're like, this is one of the hardest tattoos. Like, who gave this to you? And they'll be like, a witch or sorcerer.
2: And they'll, be like, oh, and
3: they'll be like, and they'll be like,
5: oh, sorry. Here's your money back. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't work you did not come
3: to the right place.
5: Yeah. No. Sorry. You're gonna have to go to uh, a special laser removal on the other side of town. <laughs> <laughs> they have frogs. It's really,
2: that was a little it's weird. a little there.
3: more expensive and a little bit sketchier place. But
2: yeah, yeah.
3: It'll get it off of there.
2: Well, I don't have that ability yet. Okay. But And I don't think, I think at this point, I that would be amazing though. It just 666 popped up on there. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I could like, just like, <laughs> like I
2: wish I Start a neck tattoo <laughs> comedy tour. <laughs>
5: There are ones that you can get, like, temporary tattoos. Like, you can, like, make your own and stuff like that. I would love to just, like, meet up with you and be like, you know, you really inspired me. And then it's just, like, tattoos everywhere. I'm down to get temporary tattoos and just tattoo
2: the crap.
5: My older sister has a bunch of kids. They're all young. And so they all love, like, the temporary tattoos. And, like, Cooper will be like, put it there. And she's like, I don't give a shit. Might as well get it out of the system. I don't give a shit. Like, it's literally, like, just, like, I think that she did one right over his eyebrow. I was like, why would you do that? She's like, that's where he wanted it, so why not? And I was like, okay, I respect it.
2: I'm about it. Yeah. Um, all right, well, we have to wrap up, but I just want to say, Liz, thank you so much for coming on, and I hadn't even gotten to, like, catch up with you in years, so it's so good to see yeah. you. I keep talking, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I will, I'm getting out of my little hermit hole, so it uh, sounded really weird. It kind of sounded like a weird term for a badge or something. Like, mm, yeah.
3: That's the broken hole. hole. Is, that, is that a hole that a hermit lives in? Is it a,
2: thinking,
3: a, a hermit I'm crab shell?
2: shell? Yeah, I
5: was thinking more a shell. Like, you... <laughs> it, it feels like you would be kind of, like, curled up in it, and then you come out in, like, a flowery dress that we're just like, how, do, how does it have no wrinkles? That's so impressive.
3: <laughs> like, were you in that hermit yeah. hole this whole time?
5: Yeah, you're like, it's been really hard to find a shell this big. Nobody talks <laughs> about it.
3: See cuz I feel like if there there might be a hole that a hermit lives in. A hermit is a person who what's a hermit? <laughs> uh,
5: well, it's really respe- disrespectful to hermit crabs, but it would be somebody that doesn't really leave their shell, leave their home. But yeah, no. There there was a story of a uh, like a hermit, a guy that like literally hasn't like been around people in forever and he came out after like 20 years, saw that there was a pandemic, got the vaccine and then went back. Home. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's how you do that that's how you know news is rotting our brain a guy that has no news was like oh yeah that makes sense I'll go get the vaccine but I appreciate you having me I always like seeing you and it was a pleasure
2: meeting you CJ I feel like that was yeah thanks you.
3: for coming that was really fun
2: yeah I remember I got to read read Liz's tarot cards at a Whole Foods like we had a meeting yeah. <laughs> we had a meeting in the city with the network we're still waiting to hear back from yeah you. any day now it's only been like six years but it'll happen we'll do the tv show if you guys are interested that was actually a really good concept actually but anyway anyway um but then I got to read your tarot cards I remember you being like I don't really believe you are in this but I love you and I love the way yeah the information you were like I was
5: I was (laughs) like I was like like, um I don't want this to happen but I I respect you and I I know you care about this and then you said some stuff and I was like this is spooky I kind of like it
2: yeah afterwards you you respected it but I remember like you were kind of uh, heckling me
5: (laughs) but you take it and that's
2: what I love about you (laughs) I'm a good sport Usually. usually yeah yeah no Um, Unless I'm I'm putting tattoos spiritually onto people. Yeah,
5: yeah, 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 yeah. I'll I'll find out like minutes later that this didn't go well.
2: (laughs) What if there's like another person that really is doing evil tattoos on necks and now I'm framed for it? That would really Yeah, we'll find out. Anyway, Liz, where can people find you, your social media, your book, your podcast, everything?
5: Um, everything is at Liz Mealy on, across all social media. My podcast is two non-doctors. It's me and comedian Maria Shahada. We talk about medical stuff with little to no accuracy. Um, Uh, we're really dumb. We just Google a lot of stuff and our fans correct us every week. We do corrections every week. We're like, like that's a really good point. Um, uh, like, like, uh, for some reason, it's the only thing I can think of, um, uh, we were looking for like how you ca- how you decaffeinate coffee, like what is the process for decaffeinated coffee? And Maria Googled it, and it's like pretty toxic. Like it's not, it's like a very toxic process. So then a fan wrote in, they're like, actually there is a non toxic way to decaffeinate tea and coffee. It's a special thing, and of course I knew it when we did it. Um, So they just like kind of correct us and let us know. We did one on ADHD and I was like, well, I can't have it because I get like really hyper focused. And it turns out I definitely have ADHD, like legit, like we got everything wrong from our ADHD episode. And so we just did like weeks of corrections. We're like, this is, we don't know. Well, I'm not, we're not doctors. Um, <laughs> so it's a comedy podcast that just the topic is like medical stuff. Um, And then I have a cat, I have a cat. Oh, sadness. I have a book called why cats are assholes. Um, a lot of stories about pasta, but it's just in general, this book about why cats behave the way they do what you can do to fix it. I have a whole chapter on naming CJ that you would really like about how to give mm. a good cat name and good cat name procedures. Um, I think that applies even to dogs, but I think cat people get a little crazier with their cat names. Cause we're fun like that. Um, and then I'm, I'm, I have two, free hours. I have three hours total, but two are free on YouTube. Um, so you can go watch my comedy on the
2: YouTubes, and you're a hit. You are a viral hit. I'm out here making yeah. people laugh. I'll, I'll show CG your <laughs> stand up soon. He does okay. CG does not like when I send him links to videos. Like he has threatened to break up with me
3: <laughs> several times. One more video and we're through.
2: <laughs> oh, it's, I love how old school he is.
3: Too many videos. I can't take it. I I can't take it. I, I like I, I can watch some occasionally. If you're in it, send it to me. If you're in the video, but then every video you see that you think is entertaining, if that's coming through, we can't do oh, that.
2: CG, real proof that mermaids exist. And, and, like, <laughs> and he's like, I
5: have a job. Like, what do you think I do all day? I love that. You know, I love
2: he'll it. find out why it's fake, and then I'll be like, and then I'll feel really stupid. He'll be like, Kate, look at the mermaid. That's clearly a glitter. You know what I yeah. mean?
3: I'm like, Oh, damn! Well, yeah, it was like, it was like some South American guy just ran over and poked it with a stick and then it turned over for a second and went black. So I don't know, dude.
2: It could yeah. be though. But anyway, but the
3: point can... is no videos. Yeah. Uh, that, that's see these the
2: boundaries. But uh, but when I'm in person with him, I'm going to show him some of your stand-up because Good. for those, that's listening-
3: a person I know in a video that's allowed. Okay. Yeah. That's allowed.
2: Okay. I'll show them my
5: mermaid videos. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was, Please, Liz, I
3: show it so too.
2: Liz, I might want to order a thirty dollars mermaid tail off Amazon. Would yeah. you be interested in also ordering one and like swimming in a pool and doing like some fun mermaid videos?
5: Absolutely not. But I support. <laughs> I support this. I will watch this. I will like this. I will share this. <laughs> but I will not be partaking. I'm not a strong swimmer and I don't like I I'm a little I'm actually pretty heavy-chested and like I just can't have side boob and some coconuts like that's not my image.
3: Yeah. I was thinking it was like a baby pool and I was thinking you guys completely could do side boob and mermaid tails in a baby pool.
2: Yeah, I just don't that's not my that's not my it's vibe. Not vibe. Yeah. She's calling me she's kind of calling me a mermaid, a mermaid sorceress slut. Yeah. Yeah, no, a little <laughs> bit.
5: I'll take it. <laughs> you're you're more free spirit than I am. I'm like, I'm like corporate America where like I have one drink with my coworkers and I'm like, I got crazy last night. It was insane. Like I told somebody I had feelings for a guy at the checkout counter. It was nuts. <laughs> and then you're like doing heroin off the back of a car, tattooing somebody you've never seen. And you're just like, Yeah, I just I don't even know if I have fun anymore.
3: It's <laughs> very true.
5: You're a free I've spirit. Been- Yeah, I'm not saying you're a drug addict. You're just, you have fun. I don't have fun. (laughs) Shane's like, like, my mom does drugs. And I'm like, that's not what I said. I just said she was a free spirit. And if drugs were there, maybe she would partake in them. That's all I'm saying.
2: (laughs) I'm too sensitive to do any like, because like even weed, too much weed can spiral me into a whole new dimension. You know what I'm talking about? So I, I can't do anything stronger than that, or I am just literally talking to like someone from the dead that you used to, you know, that like raised you. And I'm telling yeah. you what they're saying, and then we're all yeah. crying. It's like not a fun time, it becomes a medium session. Yeah, tell yeah. me out of that. I know. <laughs> I am a muffin.
5: I know. I know. <laughs> well, Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. This
2: was so fun. Yeah. It was a pleasure. This was very fun. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Liz, and uh, bye. Oh.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place.